This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Hi, it's Vanessa from the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM. Are you a Waikato local? Do you have an idea for a radio show? Do you want to try your hand at being a content creator on Free FM? If so, check out our website on freefm.org.nz or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to Your Catholic Corner, Free 89.0 FM, brought to you by the parishioners of St. Matthew's in Hillcrest, Hamilton City, Kirikiriroa, God's Own Aotearoa, New Zealand. You're listening to Salve Regina by the Benedictine Monks. Today is the 22nd Sunday of Ordinary Time. I'm Julie. Peace be with you and God bless you and your family. If you are in New Zealand listening to this, then prayers are with you. Here we are in still a late level 4 lockdown. Have you noticed that sometimes a reading on one particular day just happens to be perfect for that day because of what's going on in the world? Either the world at large or our own little world. Today's readings are perfect for where we're at when it comes to rules. Where New Zealand is at, I think. Life According to Julie. We have the first reading from Deuteronomy, which is where Moses tells the Israelites to observe the commandments that God gave them. The responsorial psalm is those who do justice will find favor with God. The second reading from St. James is where he teaches us that Christians should be doers of the world. And then we have the gospel reading according to St. Mark, where Jesus teaches that it is that which comes from our hearts 
that defiles us. And here we are in God's own New Zealand under the ruling of Alert Level 4 to stay home. We have groups of people, thankfully small, protesting either overtly or covertly, like those protesting in front of police stations or those who meet under the cover of darkness at a boating club in Auckland. In their own little ways, people are rubbing up against today's laws. And sometimes rules can get in the way. Another example right now is that we've got the Privacy Act tangling up with the Health and Safety Act. When is it okay for an employer to know whether an employee has been vaccinated or not? Back in Jesus' day, the Pharisees had hundreds of commandments. In fact, they had 613 of them. 365 were prohibitions, that is, thou shalt nots, and 248 prescriptions, meaning thou shalt or thou must. Today, we're reading from St. Mark's Gospel. We've left the bread of life discourse behind, and here we are with St. Mark's. St. Mark. Now, his Gospels are broken into four parts. We have a brief prelude, followed by more than half, which has been devoted to Jesus' ministry in the Galilee region, and then a small interlude where Jesus and his disciples begin the journey from Galilee to Jerusalem for the Passover celebrations. And the final section of Mark's Gospel, which is about one-third in total, gives us a day-by-day account of the final week of Jesus' life. That section begins with Palm Sunday and ends with the empty tomb on Easter Sunday. Today, here we are, the 22nd Sunday, we're in chapter, or 22nd Sunday of Ordinary Time, we're in chapter 7, which sets towards the end of Jesus' Galilean ministry. We read that Jesus is challenged by two groups of people, the Pharisees and some of the scribe. Mark includes quite a bit of information about the Jewish observance of ritual purity laws. We're given this information by Mark because it's thought that his audience includes Gentile Christians who have no knowledge or experience of these laws. And it's inferred, therefore, that many in Mark's community were not Jewish Christians. Mark addresses the questions of which Jewish practices would also be observed in the newly emerging Christian community. This was a significant question for the early Christian church, especially in communities that included both Jewish and Gentile converts to Christianity. We also hear this question addressed in the letters of Paul relating to table fellowship. Jesus first criticizes the Pharisees for putting human tradition above God's law. Here, Jesus is referring to the tradition of the elders, the teachings of the Pharisees, which extended the ritual purity laws of temple worship to everyday Jewish life. Jesus criticizes the Pharisees for making this tradition equal to, and as binding as, the law of Moses. Next, Jesus comments on the meaning behind the Pharisees' language of holiness, clean and unclean. 
Jesus teaches that a person isn't defiled by the food that enters their body, but rather by sin that emerges from their words and their actions. Here, Jesus shines the light on the deeper question behind the one posed to him by the Pharisees. He brings attention to the real issue, that of holiness. Holiness isn't found in external acts alone. Holiness came from within. It's a state of being where others can witness the actions and attitudes of other people, of us. This reminds me of the question, if I were... I, me, Julie, were to be charged with being a Christian, could I be found guilty? That is, how do I live my life today as being that of a holy Christian woman? Can other people see that? Going into a bit more scrutiny today, back to the Gospels now, we'll see a pattern start to, or back to the readings, we'll see a pattern start to emerge in Jesus' teaching method that'll be repeated in the weeks ahead. Jesus' first teaching is directed to the Pharisees who questioned him. Then he directs his words to the crowd, teaching that a person is defiled by their words and actions, not by the food that they eat. There are several verses omitted in today's reading, and those are where Jesus returned home with his disciples. In those verses, if you want to go back and have a look at them, they questioned him about what he had taught. Imagine what it would have been like to have had Jesus' undivided attention, to be able to Q&A with him like those men could. Wow. The concluding words of today's gospel are addressed to those men, to Jesus' disciples. Mark's narrative gives us three different viewpoints today. We have the Pharisees challenging him. They're the antagonists. Then we've got Jesus talking to the crowds, usually a bit cryptically, which is probably then why his disciples misunderstand what Jesus is saying and they need further explanation about his message and his meaning. Mercy on me, O Lord. That was from Orchard Enterprises 
with Steve Agrisano, Sarah Hart, Curtis Stephen and Taylor Tripodi. The first reading today is from the book of Deuteronomy. Moses spoke to the people. He said, So now, Israel, give heed to the statutes and ordinances that I am teaching you to observe, so that you may live to enter and occupy the land that the Lord, the God of your ancestors, is giving you. You must neither add anything to what I command you, nor take away anything from it, but keep the commandments of the Lord your God with which I am charging you. You must observe them diligently, for this will show your wisdom and discernment to the peoples who, when they hear all these statutes, will say, Surely this great nation is a wise and discerning people. For what other great nation has a God so near to it as the Lord our God is whenever we call to him? And what other great nation has statutes and ordinances as just as this entire law that I am setting before you today? The Word of the Lord. was from God is with us. 
second reading is from a reading from the letter of James. Every generous act of giving with every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. In fulfilment of his own purpose, he gave us birth by the word of truth, so that we would become a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Welcome with meekness the implanted word that has the power to save your souls. But be doers of the word and not merely hearers who deceive themselves. Religion that is pure and undefiled before God the Father is this, to care for orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself unstained by the world. The Word of the Lord. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. When the Pharisees and some of the scribes who had come from Jerusalem gathered around Jesus, they noticed that some of his disciples were eating with defiled hands, that is, without washing them. For the Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they thoroughly wash their hands, thus observing the tradition of the elders. And they do not eat anything from the market unless they wash it. And there are so many other traditions that they observe, the washing of cups, pots, and bronze kettles. So the Pharisees and the scribes asked him, Why do your disciples not live according to the tradition of the elders, but eat with defiled hands? Jesus said to them, Isaiah prophesied rightly about you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honours me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching human precepts as doctrines. You abandon the commandment of God and hold to human tradition. Then Jesus called the crowd again and said to them, Listen to me, all of you, and understand. There is nothing outside a person that by going in can defile, but the things that come out are what defile. For it is from within, from the human heart, that evil intentions come. Fornication, theft, murder, adultery, avarice, wickedness, deceit, licentiousness, envy, slander, pride, folly. All of these things come from within and they defile a person. The Gospel of the Lord.
Jesus' words challenge us as well. In our desire to show that we are holy, are we so focused on the externals? The seen to be doing the right thing, that we miss what the intentions in our heart is. Jesus reminds us that it's not our actions or words that make us holy, but rather when we allow God's Spirit to transform us. Our actions should be an expression of the conversion of our heart to God and to God's ways. Oh, oh, oh. 
Hail Mary, gentle woman. That was the prayer sung by Jamie Biller. I'm Julie, and you're listening to Your Catholic Corner, 89.0 Free FM. Special thanks to the parishioners of St. Matthew's and Hillcrest, Hamilton City, Kirikiriroa, God's own Aotearoa, New Zealand. What I would like to do now is share Father Darren and Father Isaac's letter to parishioners via the COVID, not via the COVID app, by the, the church app. If you haven't got it yet, tune into it. Father Darren and Father Isaac say, Kia ora. Once again, we are spending the Lord's Day at home and away from churches. We have been blessed to have avoided COVID outbreaks over the past few months, but now we face lockdown and restrictions. I celebrated Mass this morning in the chapel at the cathedral, and it was a lonely experience with empty pews. Hopefully many of you are able to tune in to a live stream Mass, of which there are several occurring from within Hamilton Diocese. I've been pondering where this current outbreak may lead us and what life may look like over the next few months. As you know, our churches remain closed even under Level 3 and 4 conditions and Level 2 restrictions also limit public gatherings to 100. This will continue to cause pain and sadness for us and I'm especially mindful of the families who have lost loved ones over the past week. Already two two funerals at the cathedral have been postponed because of lockdown. We need to prepare ourselves for the possibility of continued disruption to our churches for some time. One way we can do that, one way we can help is to get vaccinated against COVID-19. I had my first vaccination on Monday and I'm very pleased to be able to do this and encourage everyone who is eligible to make your appointment or talk to your GP. For many of us, this will be a difficult time as there are many stresses involved with bubble living. Let us pray for one another and if you are running low on supplies, contact St. Vincent de Paul on 07-847-4044. God bless. Peace be with you. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.